0: chill vibe to start things off yeah what are we listening to maura it's
1: by mount kimby it's called Marilyn.
0: who's mount kimby
1: i have no idea (laughs) just like one of my songs that i saved on spotify i'm really liking it right now i've been working out to this one it's a slow workout you work out to this
0: (laughs) song
1: yeah
0: are you doing yoga
1: i'm doing lunges squats Works, oh,
0: I would fall asleep to this oh, song. really? Yeah. I mean, I don't mind it. I can imagine a nice uh, chill afternoon with the sun out and you got a day buzz going yeah. and you're just relaxing and I could hear this song in the background.
1: Actually, it's a perfect day buzz song. You're absolutely right.
0: Oh, it looks like it features Mikachu. Who's <laughs> Mikachu? Oh, you
1: know, Mikachu. Yeah. Hmm so funny you always rip on my music and then you you tell uh, me that i rip on your music you rip on
0: my music constantly and uh, this just sounds like an ambient song like if you put on an ambient playlist this would come on and you wouldn't know the difference between one song to the next it would just sound like the same song playing all night
1: well don't download it
0: then okay i won't (laughs) (laughs) although i feel bad for mount kimby and mikachu i'm sure they could use the money How many streams do you think that song has if I search up Mount Kimby? I don't know. I wonder if it says here. Look at this. 9,713,000 spins. Ah! But it's not their most popular song. Oh,
1: really? Yeah. What's it's not most...
0: Mount Kimby's biggest hit. What's
1: their biggest hit?
0: Oh, I don't even think you could handle it. It'd be too big. You don't know their biggest song? I don't. What is it? <laughs> yeah. Well, the one that has the most spins here is called Made to Stray. This is apparently their biggest one on uh, in terms of oh, streams this on sounds Spotify. sounds more like
1: a Tucker track right here. What are you
0: talking about?
1: It's got the beat.
0: I mean, I might play this on if I was having a party just to have background beats going. but I wouldn't listen to this if I was, you know, walking down the street. I don't know. No, I'm pretty sure. Here, let me fast forward into it. There you go. It's just beats. <laughs> oh, wait a second. Is something about to happen? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it's, yeah, just, it's beats. just straight on ambient music, and this is their most popular song. Wow, boring. Yeah, I prefer my favorite song okay. from them. Yours is better than Maryland. that. Marilyn. It's called Marilyn. Yeah, I'm sure uh, everyone's going to be going to get it right now. They're <laughs> hearing it uh good day good morning good evening whenever you're listening to this it's tucker mora and chris Bundys, the producer of our show who is back he have been doing some other stuff on the side little side projects in the building been pulled in all different directions but it's good to be back yeah it's
1: good to be wanted too it's always bad when you're not pulled yeah. They're like, oh, we don't need you for this project. You're yeah. the last person we choose. Well, I kind of feel like,
0: because, <laughs> you know, we do a radio show on Energy 95.3, and uh, I kind of feel like, why can't they find somebody else for these other things you're doing that they have to pull you away from us? Yeah, it doesn't seem fair. Think, yeah,
2: I don't think it's fair either.
1: I'm sensing a bit of resentment, Tucker. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, be fine. Uh, coming up on the podcast today... Well, I feel like we need to continue some conversations that we had on the radio that we couldn't fully explore Mm -hmm. uh, to their... you know full extent yes uh, one of which was the most memorable movie moments of the past 21 <laughs> years because I kind of feel like it was a real hot mix because they had 25,000 people who voted on this through mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes so you would have thought the list would be pretty it was
1: pretty perfect it was lame it was a lot of like Avengers stuff
0: there was a bunch of it was both though it was like a couple of Avengers things like when they all assembled in New York in the original movie who cares Or when Juan teaches Sharon to swim in Moonlight. Well,
1: that was a special moment.
0: But I'm trying to remember, (laughs) what was Moonlight again?
1: Moonlight was the film about the young black man who was bullied growing up, and he was gay. And Mm. then you cut, I forget, the actor who played the part, but he won an Oscar for his performance. Yeah, I know the actor. Yeah. Yes, yeah.
0: It was a really good movie. I just don't remember that scene.
1: It's when he was on the beach and they're swimming and then there's the makeout sesh with his best buddy and it was really hot.
0: I did agree with the Matrix, the government lobby scene being there for yeah. most memorable movie moments. Because, I mean, when you saw that scene, there was nothing like that prior to that. No. The and slow motion visuals with the bullets flying, you know, you almost yes. see it piercing through the air.
1: And the them running on the walls and stuff like oh. that. That was so... Cool, and the great thing about that movie is it really stands the test of time. You see old movies and the effects look like crap. You watch The Matrix and those effects still look dope. Mm. How many years later? 20 years later?
0: Yeah, watch Top Gun now. <laughs> look at that scene right near the beginning where Maverick and Goose are flying upside down over the MiG plane and giving them the finger. Yes, I mean. You sh- They cut to the scene where their canopies are almost touching, which would be impossible. <laughs> yeah. It looks so stupid because just parts of the plane would be hitting each other. Right. You can't get that close. No, because they have you know, uh, fins or whatever they're called, the tail section of the plane. Mm-hmm. the two tail sections would be banging into each other.
1: Yeah, that stuff doesn't hold yeah. up.
0: I still can't believe they're making a new Top Gun. That's Speaking insane. of Top
1: Gun, yeah. if we're doing a list of the most epic movie moments with no date restrictions. Oh, no let's date
0: ta- restrictions. That's no, it's too big a window.
1: What? Let's talk about that hot volleyball, volleyball
0: scene with the yeah. jeans.
1: Yeah, you know, so Kenny
0: Long
2: is playing with the boys in the background. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's so many great quotes from that movie.
0: There wow, are. cheesy quotes that uh, are make you laugh now when you hear them. Mm-hmm. I feel the need, the need for speed. Yeah. Bullshit, you could be mine. <laughs> you could be my wingman any day. But <laughs> like all that stuff was <laughs> ridiculous. Um, but if I were to pick, you know, if I was to use the same window of time, uh-huh. I can think of some pretty epic movie scenes that are nowhere near on this list. Okay to uh just to I should refresh what's on this list. Okay, number 1, Heath Ledger's Joker in The Dark Knight. Hard to argue with that. That was a pretty epic moment when yep. he appeared on screen and all his scenes in uh the movies there. Uh, Avengers Infinity War, Thanos's snap, which of course had crazy consequences. The Sixth Sense, I see dead people. Up, Carl and Ellie in the opening scene of yes. that movie. Can't um,
1: believe you haven't watched that movie. Watch that movie.
0: Gollum talks to Smeagol in Lord of the Rings, Wonder Woman, No Man's Land, the scene where I guess she's running across the field, Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst in Spider-Man with the upside-down kiss. Mm -hmm. Those are all in the top 10. Where was... um, Let me think about it. Star Wars, I think it was episode 7, when they're looking for um, Luke Skywalker, trying to track him down. End of that movie, when they see Luke Skywalker... As a Star oh. Wars fan, that was a pretty oh, epic yeah. scene. Are you
1: talking about when you see him like...
0: The top Old? of the mountain. You see, uh, uh, the, you yes. know, like... Um... That was, yeah, the end of The Force Awakens, Rey. Yeah.
2: She goes to, to find Luke Skywalker on that island, and that last shot is this, like, circling, ca- the camera, circling the island where, yes. where she finally meets Luke Skywalker. Yeah, and ends on, it ends on that Oof, note. It's just gives was me cool. a
0: chill thinking about that right now as you say that. Oh,
1: I just got so confused with the timeline with Star Wars. It's all over the place. Is Rey Luke Skywalker's daughter or
0: No, protege. Just uh, teaching her how to use the Force. Right. Uh, I'll give you one that you will not disagree with. Okay. Captain Phillips. Mm. Captain Phillips is rescued. Mm -hmm. And that scene where the nurse is checking him over.
1: Epic scene. Tears
0: to my eyes. I know. I love that scene. And what's crazy about that scene is um, they ended up using a real nurse for it. Mm -hmm. It was like a last minute call. And uh, because they had people on set and they ended up using the person on set. To yeah, do that. the
1: the medical team on the set. The medical yeah. team,
0: yeah. So the nurse is a real life nurse in the military they had doing that scene. And I just remember, you know, as the how sterile that was. how like, clinical it yeah. was, yeah.
1: She did it. An- amazing job but so did tom hanks yeah
0: tom hanks was great the two of them (laughs) combined i mean for someone who wasn't a professional actor just goes to show how easy acting can be sometimes
1: (laughs) well yeah especially if you're doing something that is your job like if you and i had to portray radio personalities on a in a movie Mm. we'd probably do a really good job whereas if you brought a couple people in who had to pretend to be radio personalities they probably wouldn't do it as well as we could
0: uh, if you want to talk about a memorable movie moment, how about when Bradley Cooper pees himself and a star is born?
1: Oh, Wasn't God. that?
0: I mean, I know it's ridiculous, but that was quite a moment.
1: That was quite a moment. I'm
0: trying to think of modern movies that are yeah, movies that have come out, out in the to last year and a bit. for me?
1: Nothing modern. Like when I think of epic movie moments, I'll oh. never forget. I think of, uh, you know, any scene from Jerry Maguire you know, you complete me.
0: You know what the problem is? Is Maura's version of the movie channel is AMC on Sundays. <laughs> How about um, that scene with Morgan Freeman when he's walking down the beach and meets Andy Dufresne in, in San, Juan, San, San Antonio, Mexico. <laughs> From Shawshank Redemption. I
1: literally have that written down here. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> I have the scene in I, It's a Wonderful Life. Oh. When, uh, whatever Mr. Bailey, whatever his name is, was mm-hmm. saying, George Bailey was saying, I want to live again. I want to live again.
0: Oh, you're funny. Am I? Yeah. I wouldn't think of that. What Unless about- I was 79 years old. I
1: don't know. I watch that movie every Christmas. So it has like a lot so of, so do I. For
0: me. I just don't feel like that's really... That
1: doesn't count?
0: Well, You know what was so ridiculous about that movie? What? He looks like he's 50 when he's in high school. (laughs) You know, they didn't have the technology to make him look younger for the younger years. So he's just an old guy in high school.
1: Right. Speaking of that technology, (laughs) Uh how does that even... Frickin' work. Like, you remember in Benjamin Button, how they made Brad Pitt look like he was 18?
0: Never saw it. Never saw that movie. You never saw no. it? Nah, no, I never no. saw Benjamin Button. It's
1: amazing. To, I mean, that movie's really a great movie. I love it. But I also love it from the technical standpoint of them making them look old and super young. Mm. Check it out.
0: How about... Um, any move any scene from the blind side or I'll give you one in particular mm-hmm. Sandra Bullock who adopts that football player guy yeah brings him into her house because yep. he's got this like horrible life and uh the scene where he tells him to treat the other players on the opposing team as though they're trying to hurt her and then he just goes nuts
1: yeah. That was sweet. For me, from that moment, it was the moment she decided to take him home.
0: Oh, I cried so many times in that movie. Oh, I, I saw know. that movie alone. Thank God. I was a mess.
1: <laughs> and it's such a... Uh, it's a true story. Mm-hmm. So it hits hard. You're like, oh my yeah. God, this mom is so amazing.
0: I'll give you Dunkirk when the plane finally runs out of gas and lands on the uh beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Dunkirk was hard to watch. That was... Because that's also true.
0: Yeah.
2: What about Saving Private Ryan? Is that in the time window?
0: No. That was
2: 98, maybe.
0: That was in... uh, Well, it might be just in the time window, actually. Yeah, 98, 99. Yeah, like that opening D-Day scene. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. If that's in the window, that's got to be there in the top 10. More so than Wonder Woman running across a field. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. But this is the age we live in now, where if you look at the top grossing movies of the last 10 years... I bet you in the top 10, at least eight of them are superhero movies. We're just... I know. Humanity's addicted to superhero movies. I almost wish that we could go two years without a remake or a superhero movie in in theaters.
1: Mm -hmm. But those are the big money makers. I know. But if
0: they could just go back to the days where there would just be these random movies that would come out and you didn't know who the characters were. And sometimes you didn't know who the actors were. Yeah. And they were just really good. Um, any scene with Margot Robbie in it, in the, uh, Wolf of Wall Street, is a memorable <laughs> oh, mo- moment yeah, she for me. Is
1: so beautiful, it's ridiculous mm. to watch her.
2: The other great scene in that movie is when uh, they take the the quaaludes, and he ends up crawling to get into the Lamborghini, and then he drives it home, and he thinks he got the Lamborghini home safe, and you realize that he destroyed it, and all the drool, and oh, that that scene was some of the most. Funniest thing I like I've ever seen on camera. I was laughing uncontrollably. It's so funny. That scene. I don't even remember that scene when they take those quaalude pills that have been like in in the that they've had them for like twenty years or something like oh. that, and they get ridiculously in what high. What
0: are we talking about? Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, I don't remember that. What? I don't.
2: Sorry. I, rem-
1: I remember when. Um, uh... It's not Seth Rogen It's Jonah Hill I remember when Jonah Hill Ran with his penis Out of his pants Towards Margot <laughs> Robbie I
0: was like oh. uh, I wonder if
1: that was A prosthetic Or if that was His real penis Oh
0: prosthetic For sure You think? Yeah Oh if I'm doing that scene I'm using a prosthetic A big one Give me the fattest Longest prosthetic You got I want the one <laughs> Pull the one out of From Boogie Nights <laughs> <laughs> Take that out of Wait, the old vault.
1: That was a prosthetic. That was a prosthetic. <laughs> it wasn't
0: really Mark Wahlberg. Boogie
1: Nights. That yeah. was a great movie too. Uh,
0: how about any scene from any of the Fast and the Furious movies? Uh, I
1: cannot <laughs> sit through those movies. Sorry, Bundes. Bundes watched the new one. Uh,
0: Hobbs versus Hobbs, Shaw, Hobbs Shaw yeah, or yeah. Hobbs and Shaw. Sorry, they're, they're teammates this time, right? It it was not a great movie. Oh. Yeah. Shocker. No shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like there was some funny jokes between The Rock and Jason Statham, but the plot of the movie was so ridiculous. It's it's from from where the first movie was, it was some guys that were doing street racing. And now it's they're superheroes taking on the world and and there's all these gadgets. It's it's so Far out in Stupid. left field. It's like a superhero movie, but based in our our world, and it doesn't follow any rules. So you're you're constantly falling out of the movie. You can't you can't be in that.
1: I just hate going to see those movies because in the theater you're sitting with a bunch of douchebags. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, it. Uh... and they're loud
1: and obnoxious. Yeah! <laughs> You know that's the Uh, case. I'm sorry if you like those movies. Worst thing,
0: worst (laughs) thing would have to be, and I I to be honest, I've never seen one of those movies in a theater. Yeah. The worst thing would have to be driving out of the parking lot of the movie theater after you've watched that (laughs) and just going down the street. Because wouldn't everybody be driving like a giant asshole? As they like burning out and trying to recreate all the moments that they saw.
1: Souped up car.
2: (laughs) it'd be worse if you come out and you're like in a toyota corolla and you try and do that
1: right
0: just do a peel out
1: Peel out Brake stand your Something The Corolla
0: yeah. Uh, yeah Yeah Those movies are kind of ridiculous Kinda I mean the last one I saw I don't even remember Which one it was But The Rock was in it And so was uh, Vin Diesel And there was a while Where they weren't both in them I think they came back When they started making More money again mm-hmm. And uh, there was some scene Where the car Launches off a ramp And then starts turning And they take out a bad guy As the car <laughs> is in the air <laughs> (laughs) like it's so completely ridiculous i just remember watching that movie for a bit whichever one that was and thinking oh this is pretty entertaining i'm having a good time but then there were it just never ended (laughs) there would be this crazy scene and you think oh this is it they got it and then it'd be like all right now we have to head to this part of the world and take out these assassins and you're just thinking oh my god how can this keep going it's too much.
1: Yeah, it's too much. You need a little bit of storyline. You need a mm. little bit of heart, you know? I like to cry in movies. Oh,
0: well, you, I, the, the movie I'm talking about is the one where the dude uh, ended up, they had to use his brother because he died. Oh. Oh, that was the Fate of the Furious. I think was that was it, number eight. Was it number eight? Yeah. When Paul Walker got Paul in. Walker, I, mm. they couldn't uh, finish with him because he died in the making of the movie and they used his brother, I guess, for some of the parts really yeah and then they had the Wiz khalifa at the end and the whole scene with uh with there was a moment where oh that might you be... know vin diesel said goodbye to paul walker Sorry, that might be seven then i think it was seven that's seven yet. i think that's the only one i've seen start to finish hmm. and it was too much
1: it's you, crazy! You
0: started crying. Well, no, I just there's too much action. It was oh. just like I was my head was going to explode <laughs> at one point. I kind of like James Bond yes. movies where you got the opening action scene, you got some storyline, maybe like two more crazy action scenes, and that's it. Yeah. Whereas Fast and the Furious, they're throwing eight or nine major, massive action moments at you, Is if there not sex more.
1: In there as well.
0: Uh, not in this new one.
1: Yeah, you got to have some sex. (laughs) I mean, there'd be
2: little moments. There was a a romantic storyline between The Rock and Jason Statham's sister. I don't remember the character's name in the movie, Hmm. Um, but it never, nothing hot and heavy ever really happened. And Jason's
1: like, yo, bro,
2: don't touch my sister, man. Well, they had a. This, the Rock and, and Jason Statham in this movie had like a clause in their contract where they, they were only allowed to be hit the same amount of times in each fight scene because did, one didn't want to look like less of a man
0: oh than the god, other one. Oh my god, that's so stupid. What? Yeah. That's
1: ridiculous. I'm in a movie, you can beat the shit out of me. I'm fine with it. Cut off my
2: arm.
0: Yeah, like whatever, right? Total bro Uh, movie, yeah. How about, uh, I think it was Casino Royale Mm -hmm. and talking about James Bond and that scene where Daniel Craig is captured uh, and they have him strapped to a chair that doesn't have the bottom of the seat on it (laughs) and then they're smacking him in the balls or something with that. uh, (gasps) They're torturing him. Who
1: came up with that torture idea? That's insane.
0: The guy with the oozing uh, pussy bloody eye.
1: Oh yeah, a bad
0: guy, Lachif. Was it Lachif? And his tail and poker was when his eye would ooze.
1: Were you guys? Yeah, that was <laughs> like gross. Oh. Were you guys like watching that scene just cringing with the? the whole oh scene?
0: yeah, that was a tough one. I don't like anything involving testicle torture mm. in any movie. It makes me uncomfortable. Just talking about things makes me uncomfortable.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's I was one of those, a, Sorry, I was just
0: gonna say that's one of those things where if you see it happen, like you feel it too. Oh yeah. yeah, I was having a conversation with someone about vasectomies. <laughs> and uh, I was explaining the method that I had, which was the no needle method. They have this injector to freeze you. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be no scalpel, although they make a little hole. And then he proceeded to tell me that he had needles in his testicles, like they had to freeze it. It was sort of an uh, older method of a second. What a needle
1: really oh, body. Yeah. Oh, the thought of
0: that. I don't even yeah. know if it would, but just the thought of it like makes me squirm in my uh, chair right now. Oh. Can't even I don't even want to talk about this anymore. But yeah, to answer your question, it you feel it when you're watching it, you feel that. Right. And so to watch that scene with James Bond getting that ball thing (laughs) underneath it's a terrible idea
1: but I guess they just gotta take torture to the next level in the movies because we've seen it all we've seen we've seen the the nails getting pulled off we've seen Mm. all that
0: we haven't seen the chair with the no seat Speaking of vasectomies, Morrow was telling this story on the air, and I wanted to dive a little deeper into it as well. And it was, you were at a pub, and you were basically eavesdropping on these two guys having a conversation. Well, I
1: wasn't trying to. They were just talking loudly in the booth next to me, so I kind of just heard everything. Mm-hmm. And they were... So the the guy that was sitting there was talking to a friend, and... I had asked Tucker and Bundus if they could clarify if this was regular male banter or if these guys were douchebags. Okay. Because what they were talking about was the fact that one of them, who looked to be in his mid-40s, had just recently gone through a divorce. He has a couple of kids with his ex-wife, and he's now dating a much younger woman... Who wants to have a baby and they had had a discussion that they were going to try and he was bragging to his buddy that they were trying every single day to have this baby and he has absolutely no intention of having a baby with her.
0: Which is and a they, total asshole move. They
1: were laughing. They're uh, like, "Oh yeah!"
0: <laughs> I mean, the only way that could be possible is if it was a vasectomy. And she I mean, didn't that know was the, and she didn't know that he had had one mm-hmm. in the past. And so that's the because there's no other way of trying without her being fully aware that you know that necessary step doesn't sure? take place.
1: Are you sure? Oh, I guess, yes, you are sure. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, what if he's wearing a condom? Yeah, but,
0: uh, well, yeah, exactly.
1: He wouldn't be wearing a condom if they're trying to get pregnant. You
0: could wear a condom and fake an orgasm. You know, guys have done that. I mean, Bundus told a story about that uh, on the air this week. Yeah, definitely have
2: done that a few times. And it's usually after a long night of drinking.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're just and trying to wrap things, things up, right? Yeah, things you know just it's aren't not working, gonna it's not going to happen. Right. So you
2: just kind of like pretend that it does to make everybody happy so you can mm. go to bed with a smile on your face yeah right and
0: hope the room's dark enough then when you get up that nobody notices anything <laughs> exactly.
1: yeah. we try not to look by the way we're like yeah oh. that's
0: gross. Wants to look at that? <laughs> no no one wants. just to
1: like look.
0: when you get up to go to the bathroom we try not to look at that either
1: oh really <laughs> you wouldn't want to look at me i'm all blotchy oh, yeah because
0: your, your skin is a lot like mine where yeah. if somebody touches it it just instantly turns red oh, right
1: i am
0: hideous <laughs> blotchy. It looks like you've had an allergic reaction yes. but really you've just made love to your husband yes
1: i'm all <laughs> i have a rash yeah uh, it's not a, oh
0: my god what happened <laughs> oh my husband hugged me
1: <laughs> and he's got this big scratchy beard too yeah. right so think about the rash i get there
0: mm. yeah <laughs> Yeah, so the, the only way it'd be possible that this guy could be trying without her knowing that he's not possible is if he's had a vasectomy. And if a guy's had a vasectomy and uh, he's telling the girl he's with
1: that okay. he hasn't yeah. and he's
0: trying to have a baby, that's like a huge asshole move. Oh, I know. That guy went and saw Fast and the Furious <laughs> in the movie theater.
2: <laughs> yeah, he, he, it definitely sounds like he not just to- <laughs> wants to string this along for a little bit longer before he pulls the plug on it himself.
0: And I don't want to rip on everyone who's seen those movies because I get like that there's a bit of a thrill involved in at, especially if you're into cars. Like Bundes is into cars; he has driving gloves for God's sake. <laughs> I mean, so he's a guy who I could see him just going for that whole aspect of it. Like if there was a sailing movie that was cheesy, I might still watch it because I'm, you know, so yeah. into sailing.
1: Yeah. Same with me in figure skating. Like yeah. when The Cutting Edge came out, I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to see that in the theaters. What
0: was The Cutting Edge? It
1: was when a hockey player was becoming a figure skater oh. and uh, don't you remember? She was like, toe pick. Every time he'd trip over his toe pick, she'd be like, look out for your toe pick.
0: Who was in it? I don't
1: remember. A couple of no names. Probably not a big movie.
0: I bet you it was someone more famous than you think because I kind of vaguely remember that movie.
1: The Cutting Edge?
0: (laughs) The Cutting Edge. Let's see who's in that. Oh, you know what? It it was uh, this guy who... um, No, it's nobody we know. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh,
1: You might be thinking about uh, Blades of Glory...
0: Will
2: Ferrell?
1: With Will Ferrell? Yes, that's what I'm
2: thinking. <laughs> that,
0: yeah, I, nah. also,
1: I also rushed out to watch that, where you two, the pair competition, they wanted to do two men instead of a man and a woman.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. Okay, do you want to know who directed The Cutting Edge? Who? Oh, wait, I was thinking it was Zach from Saved by the Bell.
1: Oh, but it's no one.
0: What's right. what's Zach's name in real life? Uh, in Because uh, it's Paul Michael Glazer, but is it... No, it's not him. Mark Paul Gossler versus Paul Michael Glazer.
3: Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was pretty close, pretty right?
0: Close. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's a true reflection of how guys talk. I hope so. If you're gonna be in a, you know, if guys are getting together in a bar and they're just shooting the shit over their sex life and things that are going on, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think, but guys can be pretty uh, graphic. I don't know you know guys don't tend to like to talk about the girl they're currently with in great detail really um until they've broken up or if it's somebody in the past I don't know I'm sure Bundus has a totally different angle on this (laughs) I won't talk about my girlfriends anybody that I'm seriously with okay
2: it's it's very like surface level stuff that I'm talking to my friends if it's just a girl that I'm kind of seen casually mm-hmm. then and same with most of the guys i know then it's more like open flow oh, this happened buddy. you should have seen which you know it's like that right uh, but not with anyone i actually have
0: real feelings for no never talk
1: about oh that's good like to that. hear guys
0: yeah so you until saying- you break up and then it's like whoa well, no, yeah you want to know what i've been up to for the last two years well let me tell you <laughs>
1: Well, that makes me feel even worse about the conversation I heard. Because if he was talking and they were laughing, like it to me, it seems like he really is super casual about her.
0: Oh, he doesn't care about yeah. her. If he's doing that, he's just happy to be like, you know, having sex with this younger woman. Right. That's all.
2: Yeah. That's my guess. I uh, he just got out of a door- divorce, got a young woman there. He's gonna ride that for as long as he can until he has to break the news to her, and then he's gonna walk away.
0: But what what's it like for you, Maura, if you get together with a girlfriend? And you don't seem strike me as somebody who's talking about. About sex a lot with your girlfriends I mean we've we've all had pretty open conversations as a group before mm-hmm. about you know previous things in our lives
1: I remember uh, a friend was over and Matt was there too, my husband and I was like mommy got a new vibrator today and the girlfriend <laughs> was like Woo! and Matt was mad at me he was like why are you talking about getting a new vibrator like I don't want her to think you have to turn to a vibrator
0: Oh, that's ridiculous! Yeah,
1: I was like, "Oh, come on, yeah, get over it." So I don't, I uh, can't really say that I do talk about it. But you also know I don't have many girlfriends.
0: Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Back in the day, do you remember conversations you'd have with girls? Would you be sure if you were going to have a conversation about a sexual encounter? Yes. How much detail would you go into?
1: Probably quite a bit. Yeah. Probably quite a bit. Yeah. If it was casual.
0: And like you described like the penis and the everything.
1: <laughs> if there was something there to talk about. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one of the most memorable stories that I told after the hookup to all of my roommates at the time, mm. was living in Montreal and I hooked up with this guy. It,
0: Who's the guy? Like, what is... Oh, someone you went to school with or just a I bar him, guy? I
1: knew Friends of friends. Okay. we kind of been eyeing each other for a while, and then it kind of... It happened.
0: The only reason why I ask is because I would want to know if you would tell this same story if everyone you were telling it to knew the guy.
1: Oh, yeah. No. It was like an outside circle of friends. Okay. Okay. So I knew him, but my roommates didn't. They came over. We ended up hooking up that night. And I guess everyone involved was very drunk so let me just paint that picture and it's dark i had the lights off in the room but i have this i had i've had it removed since then probably because of this situation but i have this mole that's very close to my breast (laughs) and he was sucking on the mole As if it was my nipple. I love this story. Trying to tantalize it and get Uh. it (laughs) aroused. I'm like, and it's like <laughs> it's practically under my armpit. So he must have thought my breast was like way over to the side. Mm. I'm an A cup though, and I'm lying on my back at the time, right? Yeah,
0: so, not a lot going on. Not a lot
1: going on there, and he's going at this mole, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> how do I, how do I get uh, out of this? You know, how do I move things away from the mole? <laughs> Uh. Turns out I should have kept them on the mole Because the rest of the interaction there Was not good (laughs) It was just terrible Okay, but
0: this is what I want to know When you say that what does it mean? What does that mean? Because, first of all, can okay. I just point out that the mole story is in my top five, probably, of stories you tell. Maybe, I don't know, if I had a top ten, it would be top five. Uh, that, the chocolate bar story, yeah. and uh, I don't know. I can't think of any right now offhand. But the mole
1: one. Yeah. I can,
0: I've heard the story before, and I love hearing it every time you tell it.
1: That he was sucking on a mole. Okay, but when That's you say,
0: awesome. so this is, it, this is what I want to know, is when you, when you tell that story and you, and you end it with, oh, and the rest of it was a mess yeah you don't get into the details of what made that next part so no i would tell the
1: girls you want to hear it yeah it was like a jackhammer situation Mm. it was like one of those like i'm like what is he doing so i just kind of tried to wrap it up as quickly as possible he had no vibe like he didn't like get it It it's like oh yeah you know
0: yeah gotcha that's what I wanted to know. You guys know. seem shocked. No, I'm not shocked at all. So what
1: would be the female equivalent of the Jackhammer situation? Uh, like a
0: starfish? Uh, I was just going to say. <laughs> Starfishing? Starfishing or just someone who lays on the bed oh, and just doesn't and participate. Do you, and
1: what do you think of that? Do you think that that person thinks that they're so hot that they should just lie there while you please them?
0: I don't even know uh, because it's been so long for me since I uh, and I uh, to be honest, I don't have a lot of experience with that happening
2: right. The girls that have starfished on me generally speaking are very attractive right and they feel like they don't have
0: to do anything yeah they work
2: they're you like can't lie there. Yeah. Here
1: I am for your pleasure.
0: Here you go. In- the pleasure will be all yours. <laughs> <laughs> or I guess in this case, it might be all mine, right? Because they're not going <laughs> to do anything for you. They're just going to lie
1: there. Yeah. And at that
2: point, do you feel like you want to bow out or are you like, okay? Wow. It's not It's not engaging when, it's like, when they do that. I, I try and get it over with as quickly as possible. So I'm like closing my eyes and thinking of somebody else. So what's up with the jackhammer? Does he just not
1: know?
0: Or- you know what? I find that to be too much work even. Yeah, you run out of breath doing that. Yeah. So does he?
1: Does he think he's he's killing? He,
0: it? This is uh, probably, <laughs> probably this is probably really? a problem with uh, pornography. You know, like this is something the guy maybe saw in a movie, and the girl was pretending she loved it because it's porn, and he just thought that's a good move. In that show that I was telling you about, um, Euphoria, Euphoria, which I loved. There is a a moment early on in the season where this guy is doing this thing on a girl that he thought she would be into because of porn. Yeah. And it does make me think about what it must be like for today's generation of people and how out of touch they must be in terms of what people really want Mm -hmm. out of a sexual encounter, a mutually consensual encounter. Mm -hmm. And I I think, what would my life have been like had I had you porn (laughs) when I was 11, 12, 13 years old. Be insane.
1: Well, if be you, insane. That's the scary thing. If you think that is the norm and that that's what women yeah.
0: want or that's what men want, ooh. Well, women are watching it too thinking that, oh, I guess this is what I have to do in order to please a man and men are like thinking, oh, that's what girls like because look at how she's reacting when they do that. Yeah, and It's a scary time. I wonder what it'll be like for... Um well how long has you porn been around I guess pornography in this level has been around for long enough that there's a, probably a lot of young adults who have grown up with it there and were, can speak to it There were porn websites when I was when I was
2: probably 12 13 I remember me and my friends we would we would look at them and we would laugh
0: but they were not like Pornhub or anything like that today. Yeah, well, you couldn't just search things. I mean, I had access to pornography as a kid too. You know, my stepdad would have these movies. You could, you know, dig out of his closet and watch. But nothing like search what, you know, I could search clown outfit peeing. You know what I mean? And I could find something something where there's some clown peeing on somebody. Anything you want to find, it's there right? pretty much. And so, yeah, I wonder what effect that'll have on people's sex lives. Maybe it'll be liberating in a way. Maybe people will be super open, and maybe uh, and maybe people have amazing sex lives because I think our sex lives are probably better than our grandparents were.
1: Well, who knows? Apparently, you have the best sex of your life in your seventies. Yeah,
0: but you know what I mean. You know, I think my grandparents had separate beds, right? Which- as somebody So did mine Yeah And I think Actually this probably Makes sense You probably have great sleeps
1: <laughs> And then you can wake up And have an amazing sex
0: But I don't think They pri- I don't think they put Sex as a Big a priority As people do today Right you By the I mean?
1: way I just thought of something mm-hmm. Jackhammer guy
0: <laughs> Back to jackhammer guy Jackhammer guy yeah.
1: And starfish girl Are not are, are they not A match made in heaven yeah, those two people should come together. Ah, if you're literally. a jackhammer guy and you're starfish girl,
0: it's the perfect it's the perfect compatibility right there. It's perfect. That's like the person who's holding the chocolate bar bumping into the person who's ho- holding the peanut butter, <laughs> and they invent the Reese's peanut butter cup.
1: Yes, yes.
0: <laughs> Match made in heaven.
1: You're welcome.
0: <laughs> you're gonna have to include that on your dating profile. Uh, starfish, jackhammer, <laughs> like I, you know, you yeah. check a box that's or something. That's description, yeah. Or versatile. Yeah. You can do versatile. both. Versatile! <laughs> well, that's a term in the, uh, in the gay community uh, for men. Oh, is it? Well, because, you know, you've heard tops and bottoms, and sometimes there's people who only want to be tops, and people who only want to be bottoms, and it could be a little complicated if you get two bottoms or two tops together. Right. But then you have people who are versatile, who are open to both scenarios. Ah, cool. Which is, I guess, I think the ideal, right? If
1: sounds like they have way more options than we do. Yeah. So boring.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll tell you what we're going to do now is we are going to play a little bit of some Neon Dreams. This is a song called Marching Bands. And when we come back, we will talk to Frank and Adrian from Neon Dreams. Nice. We're gonna be in Toronto and Hamilton playing live shows tonight and
1: tomorrow. August
0: 22nd. So uh be right back.
2: I follow you. Seem at times, let me show you that it's a defense mechanism that I go through. Only the most high I put for you. I just want to love you, not control you. We're made for each other from the start. Take off the safety, aim at the heart.
0: Let's say good morning to Adrian and Frank from Neandre. Yeah. Hey. Hey. hey, guys. What's whoa. up? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know Neon
2: That was Andre's.
3: quite the woo. high Tell me who. Yeah, say
1: living my best life. This is kind of a, an anthem for Tucker
0: because you know shipping, he failed grade 9 <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing thank you yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I did fail grade 9 but then I went on and I recovered and I was able to uh, eventually become the president of my high school it was a real uh, dude you literally are what this song's
3: about <laughs> yeah
0: but yeah. I mean it's funny, okay, well, let, we're, we're going to talk about a lot of things here, guys, including the new album and the new single, and uh, the new album is out, it's called Sweet Dreams Till Sunbeams, you'll get high school dropout on it, and a bunch of other stuff, but uh, what it really is, is the song about any of you guys, like, are you, any of you high school dropouts and you're trying yeah. to prove that you can <laughs> find your way regardless of the education system? Yeah, so, uh, before
3: I wrote the song, I was I was just, like, hanging my Airbnb, like, around this area, actually, and... Uh, and um, I was just thinking about everything I went through, and uh, I, I was like, I might as well just tell people, just in case there's someone like me that just has no hope right now, like because I, I've actually failed school. I failed English, of okay. All. <laughs> yeah. So, but then I, I got pushed through, and I went to university. I still couldn't learn, as, as the same way everybody, everybody else could, and I just, and I just dropped out, and I just followed my dreams, and I, I surrounded myself around people that were. Just like me, or or just like better, you know, like just so I can. Well, I'll tell you something. You know,
0: in in my experience, having Mm -hmm. you know gone through school and Mm -hmm. I eventually went through university, is that there's a lot of people where the school system doesn't serve them well. Yeah, you know, people learn in so many different ways, and the school system is set up to help one type of person, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then you start throwing in some different challenges or whatever's going on. Just people learn different ways. And uh, and they don't necessarily fit into that same mold. Mm. So it's kind of nice that you, you're reminding people that there's yeah. you know another path. And if school's not working out for you, you know even I, I don't know if you're encouraging people really to drop no, out. No, not at all. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but if the system yeah. isn't benefiting you as you're going through it, you know try and get through it, and don't worry. There's a whole other path you can take once mm-hmm. you leave. Yes. So,
1: and Frank, would yeah. you say that you was it like a learning disability that you had, or just you struggled yeah. with that classroom environment?
3: Yeah, yeah, I had a. Learning disability, I so I, I just couldn't focus all the time, and my and my head would just like I couldn't I couldn't read, I couldn't do any of the things that they're tra- telling me to do, and I just I felt stupid. And I did just, you try to hide yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I just didn't show up a lot, and I just like oh. you know. But then you know I got I got through, and I started teaching myself things. So like how, learning how to song songwrite, I just studied things that I liked. So I like I love movies, so I like started watching interviews from Stephen King and all these like or mm-hmm. books and stuff, and then they they taught. They taught me how to tell a story. And I turned that into song songwriting. Okay, just like, let's t- turn this yeah. into a bit of a game here,
0: okay? Lots of famous people have dropped out of high school. I'm going to give you uh, oh. some famous people. You tell me if you think they're a high school dropout. <laughs> <laughs> or if they went all the way. Okay. okay. Let's start with uh, Johnny Depp. Who, uh, I mean, he's a guy who has made some amazing movies. It's a little weird today. But he's done very well for himself. Weird is good. High school dropout or went all the way. Frank. Dropout. Adrian. A dropout. You both are right. (laughs) I love Johnny Depp. Our prime minister. Justin Trudeau. Trudeau? I mean, you know, he was a teacher for a bit. He was in engineering school for a I, little bit, but, you know, like, I did f- he? Did, was he a high school dropout?
3: <laughs> I feel like he skipped a class and like got in trouble. And <laughs> then <laughs> he never did. Or did he go all the way? <laughs> he went all the way.
0: Oh, you're right. About <laughs> that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, let's see who else I got here in this lineup. I'll go to another actor Tom Cruise. All the way. Maverick. <laughs> uh he was uh you know making movies from a young age. Mm-hmm. Early you know, early movies like Taps and Risky Business. Yeah. Was he a high school dropout or did he go all the way? Man, that's a hard one. I say all the way. He's in Mission Impossible, and
3: uh, I think he had to go through school. Yeah. So. yeah, just to, get yeah. to learn all that yeah. stuff, right? Uh,
0: yeah. So you're saying all the way? Yeah, all, all the, the way. Job. Frank and Adrian, you're both wrong. Oh, oh. no, no. Yeah. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, okay. high school dropout. Now did he
1: drop out because Respect. he was struggling or because like he had to focus on his acting career, so he got like a Mark, private... I
0: don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Friends <laughs> with the guy? <laughs> just telling you he's a high school dropout. Okay, okay. Uh, it's Adrian and Frank from Neon Dreams. You're with us. Uh, I'll give you a, a musician, katie Perry. Oh, dropout! High school dropout or went all the way? Dropout. Dropout. All the way. Oh, oh wow. you're divided on this. Oh. Frank says dropout. Adrian oh. says all the way, and Frank is right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, <love this. laughs> I, I know you guys are from like the Halifax area, but where me, are you living now? Me,
3: I live nowhere. Oh, you live nowhere. Okay, <laughs> I so, got rid of my apartment. uh beginning of January like a homeless high school dropout yeah Yeah, I dedicated the rest of this year to traveling and touring and touring touring and all that stuff because i'm never home anyway
1: why pay rent when you're never home yeah i don't know i I
0: wonder the same thing because i'm still paying rent (laughs) where are you paying rent adrian Uh, i'm in halifax okay you are but we're
3: we're barely there yeah Yeah. i have a phone bill
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's pretty funny and uh and so you guys are staying in probably some interesting hotels and doing the whole thing and uh
1: what's your favorite city to play in in
3: canada Mmm, that's
0: Toronto. Is <laughs> it? Of course he's going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> and if he was on, like, a Halifax radio station, he'd be like, Halifax! <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys do the whole, this is the best city Please <laughs> <laughs> <literally> say no.
1: <laughs> There's got to be a city that's better than others, though, because I hear that Toronto is actually, like, a very reserved crowd totally. compared to Montreal, which is, like, a really fun mm-hmm. crowd to play in front of.
3: Like, the Victoria is... Victoria's probably, cool, yeah. Mm. BC area. Like, they just really, really love music. I really? Yeah, I, I
0: thought there was a lot of old people there. <laughs> oh, St. John's is. will always hold a special place in my heart, Newfoundland. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we yeah. were just there and yeah. it was like a good reminder of how awesome Newfoundland is. Okay, well, you guys aren't here just to hang out with us. I'm sure uh, we should uh, make sure we give some proper plugs to the stuff you guys have going on. Uh, Sweet Dreams Till Sunbeams is a new album from Neon Dreams. Uh, you've heard High School Dropout, but the latest single is a song called About You, and let's have a listen to what that sounds like. Baby, when the rain
3: falls down, I'll be thinking about you. I'll be thinking
0: about you. You probably know this song. <laughs>
1: One person specifically, <laughs> Frank. Uh, <laughs> Frankie? Frank wrote this about
3: right. Adrian. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe yeah. it's quite yeah. possible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
1: you guys like being on the road together?
3: I love it. Yep. i When I, I moved to Halifax when I was 13 years old, and I had like literally no friends, and uh, I I picked up guitar and and, and unlocked. One of my best friends. Hello. <laughs> I found uh. him through uh, YouTube, and I've never like I've seen him more than I've seen anybody in my family, and I'm still not sick of him.
0: So you guys, have, you guys have been <laughs> friends since you were 13.
3: Oh, no, so like uh, I you was 14. Like si- yeah, oh, wow. he was 14. I was like 16 by the time I met him. Yeah, that's so. pretty cool. That is cool. That's pretty wild. <laughs> okay, give me
0: one other song I should feature yeah. off this album. Uh, give me one that you think so, uh, it doesn't have to be a single because I know sometimes the record yeah. companies tell you what song <laughs> should be on the radio yeah. what is your favorite song from this album uh, Frank Life without fantasies Life without fantasies yeah. is the first track <laughs> okay let's get into this song here a little bit too
3: this have a train straight to outer space this one's just so fun to play live what is life without I got a ukulele live
1: you guys are living a fantasy though <laughs> so what is this song about
3: <laughs> oh this is like uh, it's from a perspective of my younger self a really uncool kid that like had all these fantasies of getting like just being cool like trying Like, wishing I could have, like, a Bentley, all these things that, Mm. like, all the cool people have, but, like, me realizing that doesn't make you happy, like, all the girls, all the money, all the material, you know, Mm. just need a little bit of happiness and a Know, a lot of happiness and a little bit of pain just to know what's know it's real, you know?
0: can make things fun.
3: But in the song I say, but if it all
0: goes my way, it'd be lit. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay, depending on, uh,
0: you know, when you're listening to this podcast, yeah. if you're listening the day we're recording it, which is yeah. Thursday, August 22nd, you can check out Neon Dreams in the uh, Hamilton area at uh, Mills Hardware. And then tomorrow...
1: <laughs> It's not
0: a hardware story. It's not a hardware store. It sounds okay. like you're making an appearance. I love how like, you said it. Well, no, because I wrote it wrong. I wrote Mills. Like, it's Mills hardware, of course. And uh, also, Young Dundas Square tomorrow night, uh, part of Indie Fridays. So mm-hmm. you're going to be uh, one of a couple bands that are going to be playing there. Yep. So uh, thanks for coming in, guys. Thank you for really nice having nice us. nice to meet you. Yeah, Thank you so much. There they are. That's Adrian and Frank. Yeah. Frank and Adrian from Neon Dreams. <laughs> Buy or stream the new album Sweet Dreams Till Sunbeams Thanks for coming in guys Back to Mount Kimby (laughs) Everybody's favorite new artist
1: (laughs) I love this song Marilyn if you want to check it out
0: yeah, You'll hear this at the Old Town Bodega Whenever Morris DJ That's
1: right
0: Thanks for listening And uh, don't forget We also have the Take 2 podcast Which will be up uh, Within a day or so Which is just kind of like Moments from the show
1: Please check out our show by the way We'd love you to check out our show on Energy 95.3
0: And please also tell people That we're back on the radio It's still I I hate knowing that there's all these people That are still coming up saying Oh I didn't even know you were back on the radio So if, if if there's something you can do That would really help us It would be just to be like Talking to your friends about our show and if they've never heard it, encouraging them to listen to it. Mm-hmm. And if they have heard it and don't know we're back, just reminding them that we're on Energy 95.3 that all around the GTA. Be huge. Talk to you later.